Hey everyone, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Alley is the longest running spiritual podcast on iTunes, now Apple Podcasts, helping us there since 2005. Today is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading or find out more about me, just visit outofbodyecstasy.com. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star rating, review it, and share with two, three friends. Whew, that's a mouthful. <laughs> this is season 17, episode 25. Sorry I was gone for a few weeks. You know, life happens. What can I say? I'm just like everybody else. Things can go astray very fast in a person's life. But it's all good, and I am back. Uh, I hope you guys have all been doing well. So moving on to the magical item of the week, we have ginger oil. I love ginger oil for so many reasons. Uh, the planet it represents is Mars, the element of fire. The magical influences, magical energy, physical energy, sex, love, money, and courage. Whew. Now you can inhale. It's got a very like sharp, biting type fragrance, fragrance before uh, magical rituals of any kind. You know, imagine. You can also imagine it stimulating the physical body, huh? Exciting the muscular contraction and thereby producing biological energy. Um, the same effect of ginger can be used to provide a temporary storehouse of extra energy when needed. But of course, everyone's got to remember, ginger's fantastic at giving you that wake up and giving you, you know, some mental clarity, some physical clarity or physical energy, but you still need sleep. So make sure you get the right amount of sleep for you. Um, back in the day, they wore belts of ginger roots to sexually arouse their spouses. I like to put ginger, just a tad bit of ginger on my wrists or maybe in um, an aroma, aroma, aromatherapy. What am I, what am I trying to think of? <laughs> I can tell it's late. Um, you know, the little oil essence diffuser. There we go. There it goes. My brain's working. I like to put a little bit of ginger in the diffuser, and it kind of gives uh, some spice to the room, especially when you're about to engage in either physical or OBE sex. Um, let's see. For centuries, ginger oil has been used in love rituals throughout Asia and the South Pacific. Um, you know, just give it a good um, inhale it and visualize some very passionate love with somebody. Uh, ginger also promotes courage and confidence and aggression, but only aggression when it's needed for self-survival. Uh, purification and success on all levels. Uh, because it's meant to like hype up your energy, meant to give you a zing, right? Do not inhale this wonderful scent before you're going to bed for sleep. Now, if you're going to inhale it before you have sex, that's fine and dandy. Just make sure you don't plan on having sex and then going to sleep. Because ginger, the effects of it, especially the zestiness, happens to, you know, last for hours. Um, and why physical sex will knock you out, as will OBE sex, uh, the ginger may keep you awake a lot longer than you want it to. 
So use caution when using it um, at least, I'd say, four, uh, four or five hours before bedtime. Okay? All right, moving on. We're doing the Oracle Card Overview of the Week for August 22nd, 2022. And you guys be proud of me. I actually am doing stuff on TikTok. <laughs> I know. I do Ask Allie Minis. I draw a card for your daily insight. So if you go to um, follow my TikTok and watch the daily insight, give me a like, follow me. Because once I get to a thousand followers, I can do live stuff. Live stuff with readings, live stuff with stones. It's all good. But I got to get to a thousand followers first. So please follow me. Uh, if you'd like to see a picture of the cards I'm about to draw, Please visit outofbodyxc.com and look for this episode's post. I am using Sacred Destiny Oracle Cards by Denise Lynn because I love Denise Lynn. And, uh, yeah. Her energy, her energy is good for me and for you and for finding our, our cards for the week. So, let's see here. we got card number one. Card number two, and card number three. Let's see what we got going here. Ah, all kind of all goes together. Okay, the card for Monday and Tuesday, today and tomorrow, I have the potential card, which means the potential is there for you to move forward in whatever aspect you want to move forward in. Um, there is potential to start something new, like a new business, a new project, um, a new relationship, a new job, uh, to find a new house, a new apartment, buy a new car, uh, new, 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 potential. The potential is there to move forward and start something new, Monday and Tuesday. On Wednesday and Thursday, we have the diligence card. So whatever potential we've discovered Monday and Tuesday, we have to be diligent with it and Wednesday and Thursday to keep moving forward. So diligence is the name of the game for Wednesday and Thursday. No matter what it seems like, you know, that you might not get ahead in the game or you may not move forward or all seems lost, do not give up. Wednesday and Thursday are your diligent days. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we have the wisdom card. So from potential to diligence, and then by the weekend, we are gaining wisdom on the potential. Okay? So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are fantastic times for aha moments. Make sure you're writing those aha moments down because you think you're going to remember them. But a lot of stuff usually happens after an aha moment and you actually forget the aha moment that sent it, you know, spiraling forward. Okay? So Monday and Tuesday, potential. Wednesday and Thursday, diligence. And Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you're going to grab yourself some wisdom. All in all, looks to be a pretty good week. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right, the topic this week, three reasons why soul contracts are a bitch. <laughs> you know, soul contracts, they seem to be a big thing in the whole soulmate, th soulmate world. Um, if you've been following me at all for a while... I talk about soulmates quite a bit, twin flames, soul clusters, uh, soul families, soul groups, soul circle. So I'm pretty well versed uh, based on what I've discovered for my own self and from talking with others. 
and soul contracts it is a contract that your soul you and another soul make at one point in time that you promise you're going to do together when you guys are alive at the same time in the same place because remember with reincarnation you can be alive here on earth you can be alive on a different planet um, you don't even have to be an actual person person you can be just energy someplace there are plenty of um, dimensions that uh, exist energy only and nothing takes a physical form so when you have a soul contract with somebody and you both are alive in the same place at the same time that's when the soul contract is supposed to show up whether here on earth or someplace else all right now everybody thinks the soul contract well that means me and the me and one of the soulmates which i call soul connections being one of the soulmates we're just going to have a torrid love affair be together and forever and ever and ever amen well no i would love it if that's what, what would happen but not always uh, soul contracts is something that you and the other soul agree to usually learn together or if a soul owes you one from another lifetime that's a soul contract for instance my ex-husband the second one my son's father and many previous lifetimes he had taken my son from me one way or the other either taken him and had me committed to an insane asylum which was not very nice um taken him and had me killed um killed me and my son uh, lots of instances he was just a bad man and this lifetime i knew I knew as soon as I met him that our, our sole contract was for him to give me my son back and for then for him to go away. And that's exactly what happened. Um, once I had my son in this lifetime, I knew that my relationship with my then husband wasn't going to go much further. And our relationship basically disintegrated right after I had Kyle. Um, it was neither one of our faults, really. We just both became extremely disinterested in the other person. Uh, so this was a soul contract that at one time our souls made that, hey, and when we get to X to the X life, whatever the X life is, this time it was this one, I'm going to give you your kid back and I'm, then I'm going to disappear. And so that's what happens. Now, he's not completely out of my son's life at all whatsoever especially since my son is now 22, if you can believe that. Um, now that he's an adult, uh, now my ex-husband seems to be really interested in the kid. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, was a soul contract that I got my kid back. But why are soul contracts, why can't they be a bitch? I mean, they can be good, you can get together, you can... Um, have some sort of wonderful lesson together you can't get together for a love um, there are, are many reasons why two people two souls get together but the three ways this thing can be a real bitch is one soul contracts can be broken oh yes indeed you do do uh <laughs> bill if you're listening um and every lifetime bill and i've had a contract where we are always um partners now, not necessarily love partners, not necessarily romantic, but we're either romantic or we're friends. One way or the other, we are involved in each of those lives. 
Well, when the time came for that to happen in this life, he said, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> like, thanks, man. And, and said, no, and shut the door. So that soul contract has been broken. The thing about a broken soul contract is there is karma that will come into play in the next life. Not the one who was going to honor the soul contract, but the one who broke the soul contract in that lifetime. Why? Because in the next lifetime, okay, um, you know, when we're both deceased and I'm like, no, 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 see what you did. And he'll go, okay, well, let's, let's try it again. I was just a bonehead in that life. So the soul contract will be reaffirmed again for the next lifetime. The problem here is because it was broken in this lifetime, the next lifetime, him getting to me to have some sort of relationship, whether it be personal, business, or romantic, something like that, it's going to be more difficult for him because I'm going to be like, yeah, hmm, I'll be hard to get. I'll be hard to be friends with. I'll, it'll be difficult for him to get into my inner circle. That's what happens. Second one, can only be completed half-ass. So soul contracts can only be completed half-ass and not all the way through. Case in point, me and my first husband. There's more that me and him were supposed to do. I absolutely know it. And I'm sure, he, I know he knows it too. But because we were both boneheads and got married in our early 20s, <laughs> we were just two idiots. Um, it, just, it just didn't work. And so we never completed what we were supposed to complete. And the thing about a completed, you know, half-ass type of soul contract is that the, you and the other person of the soul keep popping up in each other's, you know, thoughts because you can't quite break the connection. Or I shouldn't say break, um, deaden it, you know, kind of make it flat so it's not really vibrant and, you know, energy pumping through. When it's half-assed, you still think about one another, maybe not all the time, maybe once a year, maybe once every other year, but the thought of each other comes up and then you're like, man, and then you go down the rabbit hole, try to, what are they doing? How are they? Hope they're well. And then you cuss them out. <laughs> and then, you know, you move on. But again, like with the first one about being broken, when it's half-assed, the next time you two are in a life together again, it needs to be completed. And since you didn't complete it the first time around, getting it completed the second time around is even more difficult. So it's like, ah, <laughs> just stab me with a knife. Not really, but you know, this life was difficult for him and I, so I can't even imagine what the next lifetime is gonna be like. And then number three, can take several lifetimes to complete. So this is like a, you know, one of those long haul type of things. Because uh, at each lifetime, you learn a bit of it, and each lifetime builds on the previous lifetime. The thing about this is this too can be difficult for you to forget about the other soul. This soul can pop up in your thoughts quite, quite consistently more often than the number two, the half-assed, and definitely more, more than the can be broken. This is the one that just 
You know, you just it just keeps popping up time after time after time again. And you go down that rabbit hole. Um, so, can take several lifetimes to complete. Now, there are other ways, of course, that soul contracts can roll, but these are the three why soul contracts can be such a bitch. All right, well, we're here at the end. I want to thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen equals the more people that can help have their aha moments. moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok. And if no one's told you today, you are fabulous. Take care and have an exceptional week.